Mark and I knew one another before YouTube. I'm just putting it out there. This is why I trusted him so much in the beginning. I was the first member of USA 180. I met him years ago, um, during the last years of being with my ex. My ex was a politician that had to resign his seat. I won't get into that story. Anyway, I met him at a rally where politicians were and activists. It was from John McCain, actually. And uh, from that point on, we hit it off. And uh, after I left the ex, I hooked up with him. And uh, we had a relationship. In fact, we got married. Mark was actually my first husband. The man that you see me with now is my second husband. In fact, my daughter is really Mark's, but she grew up um, many of her years with my new husband because I separated from him. I moved up this way, he lives down that way. The thing is, there's stuff that I know about Mark where I should have turned my back on him right from the get-go. But I decided that if you can't beat them, join them. When Mark and I lived together, okay, before he moved into his mother's basement, he had this fucked up ex obsession with green, okay? And I'm talking screwy. It all started from the day we met. I have green eyes. I was wearing a green top, okay? Only I didn't realize it then. And he wanted everything freaking green. I'm talking the walls, the couch, the fucking carpet. It was but ugly, too, I have to say. I mean, he loaded up the house with plants. And I'm talking, dude, when I say obsession with a color, it's beyond having a favorite color. Everything had to be green. Now, I decided to deal with it, okay? Because um, when you love somebody, you... You try to look past those things. But then he started doing other strange things. Taking frequent long showers all the time. I'm talking all the time. He would eat, take a shower. He would watch a bit of C-SPAN, take a shower. He would make videos, take a shower. Work in the office, take a shower. Everything. A shower always followed something or came before something. And I noticed something else. He would run these humidifiers all the time. So the conditions in the apartment, okay, were that of a rainforest. I'm talking, I was suffocating. And we always had these arguments because I would open the windows and say, what the hell is this? And he was saying that, you know, he, he needed to be in humid conditions, but never explained why. And I always thought it was odd, okay? And then it got to the point where... He was going to the pet store. Listen to this shit. We never, we didn't have any pets, okay? But he was buying crickets and grasshoppers as if he was feeding, like, a lizard or something. Um, I know that you buy those bugs to feed frogs and whatnot. And he was letting them free in the freaking house. He also had a cricket farm and his office and one of those buckets. You ever see the buckets you get from the pet store and it has cricket feed in it? had that too. I'm like, okay, something's right, not right here. So, I decided to set up my webcam one night. Lo and behold, 
it got freaky, people. I have to tell you, um, I didn't know how to handle it because my daughter was already uh, two years old at that point. I left him right after. But I didn't know how to handle it because we had a daughter. When I saw what I saw in the video, okay, I had to watch it for several days and I had to ask myself if I was actually living a nightmare and perhaps somewhere in this world trapped in a coma. I thought that I was dead, that I was living in hell. That's how serious this video was. This man's eyes turned into that of a serpent, what they call reptilian eyes now. He was eating these bugs. In fact, I saw him shift into a lizard. Mark Taylor is a reptilian shapeshifter. My daughter is a reptilian shapeshifter. He's also not really Mark Taylor. He claims his real name is Charles Manson and that the Charles Manson you see in prison is actually a different reptilian shapeshifter. In fact, Mark Taylor is unknown to all of us. It, it's just some regular guy. He took his social security number and used his name. Um, he's also related to Ted Bundy, the son of Sam. It's going to blow your mind, um, but I also discovered that he's part of the Masonic bloodline of Jack the Ripper. This is why you see those Masonic symbols in the background on his videos. But the most disturbing part is that the Zodiac Killer, it's highly possible that it was actually Charles Manson, who is really, as you know, is Mark Taylor. That's why the Zodiac Killer was never found. He's also a reptilian shapeshifter. The only reason why he let me live, okay, and join this group, was because I have his child. And because I'm helping him with his movement to complete the agenda, okay, it's big people. They, they're having children with human women, okay, to take over the human race. Once you're past childbearing age, they will kill you, okay? I have to tell you, be careful who you fall in love with and who you sleep with. And think twice before you have a child. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua. And today, for his first inaugural episode, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to my friend, Micah. Thank you. And today, as well, we're going to be talking about the reptilians. So... Do you guys want to know why after that, I don't know if you know this, but their sex life really took a dive 
Wanna know why? Because he had a reptile dysfunction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well, that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. That happened. Where do we go from here? <laughs> we went way up. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're talking about reptilians. Have has everybody gotten a chance to take a look at what a reptilian looks like? Nobody just rushed to the mic right now. <laughs> yeah. They look like people. <laughs> They look like people. They transform into different things. Well, so. that's that's shapeshifters. Now, have mm. we seen? Has has everybody here today seen reptilians in their reptilian form? Yeah, it's the lead singer of Hole. Let's go for it, guys. Larry, okay. one out of ten reptilians. How scary are they to you? Like the idea of them? Sure. Six. I think I'm going to go with a, a hard eight because Ooh. of the shape shifting part. That's the mm. part that gets me. I'm going to go with one because I find reptilians comforting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right on. Um, after doing the research for this episode, I'm going to go with a hard nine. Really? Yeah. I mean, if I didn't know that they loved raw meat so much mm -hmm. and that it wasn't dependent upon them surviving as a species, I wouldn't necessarily be so worried sharing a sauna with a reptilian mm -hmm. folk. But uh, to be honest with you, I'm a little frightened. And when they talk about the alien war that's forthcoming, which we'll talk about, I get even more scared because I wow. don't know. There's different species of reptilians from different planets and different dimensions, which we'll get into. Guys, I almost short-circuited a brain cell during the research for this because it is insane. Is that the last one you have left after all them <laughs> dragon's milk? Oh, dragon's oh. milk. You wouldn't steer me wrong, would you? No, you wouldn't. Okay. So let's let us talk about reptilians. You guys want to know some facts, some ideas? Did, did, look, before I get started, does mm -hmm. it tell? Why don't you guys tell me what do you know about reptilians? Well, the shape shifting part has to do, and I don't know how much you want me to jump into this, but it's oh, there's the thought that. Any major player in the world's uh, governments is led by a reptilian shapeshifter. Anybody who has a position of power, if you will. That's kind of the same thing I've heard, mostly from people who are unable to do anything with their own lives. So they just kind of, it's almost like they're like, well, I'm not successful because I'm not a reptilian. Isn't that what the guy... Reptile think, privilege. Yeah, reptile privilege. Isn't that what the guy that asked you if it was okay for him to take cans out of your recycling bin said to you on his bike before he left? Yeah. Something about how the reptiles owned your house anyways, so let him... Right, I was doing him a favor. Right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you know about reptilians there, um, Mr. Man? Well, Mr. I think Micah? 
they made their first recorded appearance on uh, Robert Howard, the guy who wrote Conan, the Barbarian, like the original novels. Ooh. He actually wrote a story about underground reptilian shapeshifters. Yep, hmm. and um, he kind of came from the uh, Lovecraft Cthulhu universe, right? Which I've always believed all of that to be like fifty percent true. I don't really consider it non or consider it fiction. So um, when a man writes a series is because of Conan, you just have to go with it. Yeah, it has to be true. Right. So. Um, so, yeah, I think I think the reptiles are uh, like 50 50 reality that we should accept and, and embrace. Cool. I don't think they're necessarily bad. I mean, it's good to know that there's like a superior race that's sort of like watching the flock. I feel like you're of the four of us on this particular episode. You're the guy that's probably the most calm with the reptile people. Yeah, you're cool with the snakes slash lizard slash komodo dragons. But but let's get a little let's get some facts out there on the okay. table because you guys have ideas. So let's 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 get let's get some ideas about who these people are according to what we know. Online, because the internet tells us all. And it never lies. It never lies. Never. Reptilians, also called reptoids, reptiloids, saurians, or draconians, are purported reptilian humanoids that play a prominent role in fantasy, science fiction, ufology, and conspiracy theories. The idea of reptilians was popularized by David Icke, a conspiracy theorist who claim shape-shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking it on human form and gaining political power to manipulate human societies. Gosh, that sounds like what you were theorizing. Ike has claimed on multiple occasions that many of the world leaders are or are possessed by so-called reptilians. Hmm. Should we get into the origins a little bit here? I don't think we have much of a choice. No, you don't have a choice. <laughs> Let's just accept. Let's I mean, just we might accept. have another quiz okay. in 20 episodes. Podca- podcast over. We're all dead. No, just kidding. The origins of said reptilians. Michael Birkin, professor of political science at Syracuse University. Hey, Adam, I know you're listening. Syracuse University rules. Posits the idea of a reptilian conspiracy originated in the fiction of Conan the Barbarian. My God. I was looking at your screen. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's cool, man. It's all good. Uh, Creator Robert E. Howard, who is the creator of Conan the Barbarian, is the one that came up with that. The first appearance of serpent men in literature was in Howard's story, The Shadow Kingdom, published in Weird Tales in August 1929. This story drew on Theosophia. How do you say that word, Micah? Theosophia. Thank you. Theosophical ideas of the lost worlds of Atlantis and Lemuria. It's going to take a while, folks. I'm Lemuria. sorry. These are big words. Let's fate, pull out folks. a cot now. Lemuria. Yeah. Particularly, particularly, that's a word I always say. Hmm. Helena Blavatsky's The Secret Doctrine, with its reference to dragon men who once had a mighty civilization on a Lemurian continent. Howard's serpent men were described as humanoid with human bodies, but snake heads, able to imitate real humans at will. 
who lived in hiding in underground passages using their shape-shifting and mind-control abilities to infiltrate humanity. Clark Ashton Smith used Howard Serpentman in his stories as well as themes from H.P. Lovecraft, and he, Howard, and Lovecraft together laid the basis for the Cthulhu mythos. Do you guys know anything about Cthulhu? He will rise again. Okay. Isn't he our president right now? In the 1940s, a nonfiction writer, Maurice Durrell, wrote a pamphlet entitled Mysteries of the Gobi, which described a serpent race that had bodies like man, but head like a great snake and an ability to take true human form. These creatures also appeared in Durrell's poem, The Emerald Tablets, in which he claimed the titular tablets were written by Toth? Toth. I've heard that name before. In, in like an evil demon. An Atlantean priest king. Oh, of Those course, a he's a priest demon. king. He's a cult king. Uh, Barcoon asserts that in all likelihood, Durrell's ideas came from the Shadow Kingdom, which we referenced earlier. Um, and that, in turn, the Emerald Tablets form the basis for David Icke's book, Children of the Matrix. You know, and I will say this, as much as I researched into this, the more I felt like Keanu, like waking up in a pool of jelly, jelly, and like mm-hmm. pulling a tube out of the back of my head. That's mm-hmm. what I got from this reptilian shapeshifter thing because it mm-hmm. it is basically the plot to the Matrix. If you get any further into it, let's talk about David Icke, the famous guy kind of the figurehead of all of this who's come forward and basically said this is legit there are reptilian shapeshifters among us they're controlling our government it's the new world order and it causes all sorts of problems with people like uh alex jones so oh that guy according to british conspiracy theorist david ike Tall, blood-drinking, shape-shifting reptilian humanoids from the Alpha Dracona star system. So my first girlfriend. (laughs) Yes, she was from there, Larry. Just uh, keep repeating that to yourself. They're now (laughs) hiding in underground bases, and they are forced behind a worldwide conspiracy against humanity. Uh, David Icke contends that most of the world's leaders are related to these reptilians, including George W. Bush, former president of the United States, and <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II of the United Kingdom. Ike's conspiracy theories now have supporters in up to 47 countries, and he has given lectures to crowds of up to 6,000. These are a lot of lost souls. They yeah. haven't found Christ yet, God damn it, and they need to move to Michigan and find him. Can you imagine if it was Neil deGrasse Tyson that was the one that was the champion of the lizard man theory? Like it would how be game much over. press it would get? Well, yeah. I mean, it, the thing is, like, that would there would be way too many people that would. But they they wouldn't let it happen. It has to be no. a crazy person. It has to be right. Bill Nye. It has it has to be some outlier that everyone can say, you know, oh, he's just talking off his soap, <laughs> right? Or he's. He's uh he's confused. He got fired from NBC. David Icke? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm saying like if 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 the person that they were to trust came forward and said, "By the way, we're controlled by reptilians." Oh yeah, they'd be 
they'd be done. They'd be yeah. Eat, they'd be eaten so fast at the <laughs> reptile zoo. Yeah. They. We have an old country buffet happening over where that man yep. is. Megan Megan Kelly just betrayed us for the first time <laughs> ever. <laughs> She's been so loyal. Trump lets out a big old loud Coors Light burp. Yep. Fingers his butthole a little bit. Yep. Melania yep. sighs and rolls over. Yep. Okay. Uh, Grab so by the blood. <laughs> supposed abductions <laughs> from reptilians. You ready to hear this? One of the earliest reports was that of Ashland, Nebraska police officer Herbert Schmermer, born 1945, who claims to have been taken aboard a UFO oh, wow. in 1967 by humanoid beings with a slightly reptilian appearance who rode, who, actually, I'm sorry, who wore a winged serp- serpent emblem on the left side of their chest. Skeptics consider his claims to be a hoax. So a lot of these claims to mm-hmm. reptilians, almost nine times out of ten, they're written off as hoaxes. It's what they want you to think. I mean, of course. it could have been Pulaski days because you have like a winged serpent on yeah. your shoulder. Or that's just your spew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks I like never wings. realized I was contributing to the reptilian. <laughs> you conspiracy. better stop spewing on yourself. <laughs> American writer Vicky Santialanano. Included it in her list of the 10 most popular conspiracy theories, described it in that as the wackiest theory she had encountered. A poll of Americans in 2013 by public policy polling indicated that 4% of registered voters believed in David Icke's ideas. So 4% of the American populace believes this. That's more than Jill Stein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are more people believe in reptilians than believe in Jill Stein. Wow. Fuck. The more you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the next part, now that we have these these certain facts, what do you what do you want to know about reptilians? Like I I want to help the people that seek this episode out because I I googled podcast uh-huh. that talk about reptilians before we did this. I googled reptilians countless times to find different avenues. Have you seen They Live by John Carpenter? I I did. My question is, do those sunglasses exist for reptilians because I mean that's what we need, right? A way to detect them mm-hmm. other than just a bunch of YouTube videos. Well, I'll say this. You have no idea, according to the reptilian interview I have before we take a break, (laughs) how lost we humans are, according to the real history of this planet. I'd be willing to bet that most of the reptilians live in Florida. (laughs) It's that sun. You're thinking of the retirees. Yeah. They're all leathery looking. They are. Um, if there's one thing I would want to know, it's the usual thing I want to know on a lot of these type conspiracies, and that's how big are their dicks? <laughs> if Good you chop question. it off, would it grow back again? Do they even have sexes? Oh, hmm. I have answers to both of your questions. Nice. Prepared. So, 
According to an interview with the female reptilian Lacerta in the south of Sweden between 1999. I bet she gives good lizard. These are interviews with Lacerta between 1999 and 2000. And today I want to preface this by saying I'm only going to be talking. Oh, boy. God, Lord. (laughs) I'm only going to be talking the first interview because um, this is a part one of many. So we're going to go with this. Okay. Now, this in particular interview was a conversation that lasted roughly three hours. These are certain questions that were asked. I listened to them at length, and I deciphered, like, okay, this is what I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. So I took my personal take from listening to this interview with Lacerta. Mm. Now, I want you to understand, you cannot pronounce a reptilian's name without... Like a Simpsons quote, basically ripping out your tongue or changing your dialect completely. We don't have mouths that can form words that they can understand. They speak between minds. They don't speak between words. It's a completely different world that we're not yet ready for. Okay. So I discovered incredible things about this species of which, obviously, it's hard to believe but through a conversation between the minds of this mm-hmm. man in Sweden in 1999 and a reptilian named Lacerda, these creatures have smaller genitals that work similarly to us humans. Ah! So right there, you get your we genital question asked. We got him beat. Nice. <laughs> Good. Finally. So Ron Jeremy is not a reptilian. Females have breasts and vaginas and males have smaller lizard wieners. So (laughs) how do they, do they really look? I mean, do they measure the male wieners? Well, I think with Lacerda's, it's like reptilian thing. porn. They have bigger I mean, wieners. What kind of interview was this? <laughs> okay, I got to measure your wiener. It was actually, it was a legit, it was a legit thing because they were just, you know, talking offhand, and 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 in the this case, I can I can supply more reference links to the episode when we actually have this posted. But like it was like, hey, how big is your wiener? No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> It's a B three. It's a huge. It's a huge. It's a. You said small. Yeah. It's a huge. I could smell with it like a tongue. It's a huge. It's. <laughs> it's a huge influence to not pronounce their name correctly, like in their in their species. So, they she came up with the name Lacerda mm-hmm. for Amer for not Americans but for people, so that it was easier for them to say. So, when when she. <laughs> When she she never tried to speak her language to the the person, it was all mind communication, which was in their tongue. So, so right off the bat, we feel a little better because our penises are bigger than them. So obviously, we've got that American advantage. Literally, the they're, best thing that's happened this year is to mm-hmm. hear them. they're not going to beat us to the moon, but they probably <laughs> will. Um, so. Um, during this interview, it was it's it's a YouTube video that you can actually look up the mm-hmm. Lacerda interview uh, with the reptilian Lacerda. Um, it's all done 
through a similar kind of almost Teddy Ruxpin voice type. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's like a male Siri with weird pronunciations every now and then, but it's, it's fun to listen to. I highly recommend you check it out and we will totally post a link to this. If for anybody who's curious, Um, they also do not have tails. Really? Yeah. So you automatically assume lizards have tails. Yeah. How dare I? Other than the front small tail that's more like a snail, because obviously we're sporting 10 inches of wood, each of us, right? So, uh, in order order to pronounce their names, much like the hilarious Simpsons episode that I referenced just a minute ago, um, it's a huge insult to mispronounce their names, like I said. But during the interview with Lacerda, she says her name but asks that the man that she is interviewing with does not say the name back to her because it's, well, we'll, we'll get to that okay, later. Okay, so it's an insult to mispronounce the name, but you can't she pronounce the name. That's right. like, they're kind of assholes. Yeah. We're going to get to I mean, that's to like work. the ultimate drama right there. Like, you can't say my name right, but if you say it wrong, I'm... P- no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Don't look so, me in the eye either. Their greatest pleasure, <laughs> the reptilian's greatest pleasure, is to be in the sun because their body heat rises and causes their body to release a positive protein into their bodies. So they have artificial sun in their underground caverns that they live in because they live underground. By Why the would they live underground if they love the sun? Well, mostly because they're here for a different reason than we're privy to, but I'll get to that. Okay. They swim in warm water like your pet newt. Um, they must eat meat, and their bodies are solely dependent on it. And if they do die, if they don't ingest, it's be- honestly because they don't ingest any raw meat. Their so- their bodies actually, it's, a- it's almost like water. Raw meat mm-hmm. is water to them, in a way. It- the more rare, the better, obviously. Okay. And the, I guess the the more socialite reptilians like enjoy like a cooked steak, mm. and, like a a little little chardonnay of blood. Mm. I love steak. Man, you're making Josh horny with all this steak. Um, because of our simple minds, we don't we do not understand their plans and technology. They know a war with other aliens is imminent. Oh, so. Uh. We have a, they have a high desire to acquire as much copper as they can for a gravitational force field. Advanced species like reptilians use quantum tech to create an insane so, tech. So does the guy med- down the street with the haul truck. He's always looking for copper, too. Maybe he's reptilian. It's hit hard times, though. Ask him. Say, how, how big is your dick? And if he tells you one <laughs> centimeter, you say, that's it. Yeah, he's I knew it, Ralph. Scales. Hello, and there. he says one centimeter, <laughs> and he says cowabunga and does a backflip. One yeah. centimeter, and then he's like, "Big Apple, three a.m." You're like, "Oh, he's a bad guy." I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there were twenty-seven subspecies of reptilians formed after the humanoid reptilian war over this planet before the dinosaurs. The fallout of which... I'm sorry. I'm going to have to repeat that. Because that's a holy shit sentence right there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Here we go. 
This is where shit gets real, ladies and gentlemen. There were 27 subspecies of reptilians formed after the humanoid reptilian war over this planet before the dinosaurs. So before even the dinosaurs were around, there was a subspecies of humans and reptilians that had a nuclear war. That's according to a reptilian. Or straight wow. from the horse's mouth. Yeah. The follow of which eliminated most humans and got reptilians unenthused about Mother Earth. The reptilians understand that this is crazy for us to fathom, being that to them we were a genetically created species. Here, here's where I'm going to blow your tops off. A genetically created species made by aliens. We don't even quite understand. We are idiots and the reptilians just see us as zombies from what I saw online. Plus, we're idiot double cheeseburgers stuffed with raw meat traveling walking chili dogs. So, we were made by aliens. Let let that digest for a second. We were made by aliens because we 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 um we sped up the evolutionary prog uh okay, so the big deal is I know it's crazy. The evolutionary progress stream takes millions and millions of years but if you speed it up by adding certain ingredients you make humans and that's what they see with aliens is that our progress in technology our mm-hmm. progression in like just simple things in our lives so the aliens are like monsanto and we're like the gmo corn exactly that's why you're here <laughs> so according to the interview with uh Lacerda were the seventh version of humans. So we, the current version that we're in right now, we're mm-hmm. the seventh version. Our fifth version made pyramids. The sixth version is under the sea. Think Atlantis. Okay. And our current version is only 8,500 years old by which our religious right follows. Our archaeology, our archaeology is completely messed up. And misinterpreted because we don't know the facts of our true history. 5,000 years ago was the last alien war, and much of the religious facts we wrote down in the Bible were just misconstrued things we saw and what we couldn't have possibly comprehended during that time. Yeah, it makes sense. That totally makes (laughs) sense. Because there, I mean. You had me at reptilian. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at small penis. You had me at Welcome to Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Right. All right. The reptilians fought for our side as the warring alien race, the Illusion. Those are the guys that actually created us, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making Thank us. Oh, Illusion. Big God. Ops. They thought the alien, they thought that uh, the alien humanoid breed that is us was a worthless experiment that they should be destroyed. Reptilians fought for us to live, and through time, we've been lied to about their real intentions. The adversarial species against us want our water, our copper, and our blood. They need our kind for medical experiments. Sounds like the guy down the street. Larry, I've been meaning to talk about that. Um, there's no reason that you need to go. You need you need to go to the guy down the street because you're a happily married man. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be touched anymore. You're not a court low. Have you ever had one of his handies? <laughs> All right, magnificent. Yeah. Started out, he wanted his blood, and then 
Well, oh. works as good loot. Now I want your copper. <laughs> your copper. All right. So, in total, in retrospect, mm-hmm. they wanted us for medical experiments, right? So, in total, there are 14 species of aliens on Earth, according to this reptilian <sighs> interview. That's why I said we have to have two because we're going to take a break after this. Holy shit, my bridges are full of shit. Eight of which obstruct humans. They they don't like humans. So you have 14 alien races living congruently on this planet with us right now. And, and more than of half of them like hate us. us. Yes. Perfect example. So any human who survive abductions are from the rare alien that doesn't just destroy their experiments after and should feel happy their lives are spared. Again, according to Lacerda. Thank you. According to the secret history of the reptilians by Scott, Scott Allen Roberts, they've been on the planet since the beginning. They are the snakes in the Garden of Eden. Does anyone have or have had a pet lizard? I have a turtle that I've had for 20-some years. Yeah, right there. Oh, Geico. Geico the gecko. I've never noticed that. I kind of think it's offensive that they think we're dumb. So in honor of that, I think after this break, we're going to try to say some reptilian names. Okay. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to let you two know, I know I've been slacking a lot in the production department. So to make it up for you guys, I managed to get a celebrity to do a, a, a comeback for us. When we come back from break, he'll introduce us back into the show. A prophecy of biblical proportion. The Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth, makes a public announcement that she is the queen of the reptilians, an ancient demonic breed of aliens that have been upon this planet since the beginning of time. This is a message from the Messiah, Jesus Christ, to the lukewarm church, those left behind after the rapture of the holy children. Words received by myself, Messenger Gwendolyn Song, September 9, 2016. This is an official correspondence from the throne of the living God. This is a message to the children of God who will not be qualified to be a part of the bride of Christ because even though they profess with their mouths that they love Christ, they did not take the time to truly prepare for the wedding supper of the Lamb by living holy and acceptable unto the groom, Jesus Christ. Dearest ones, Children, it is with great sadness that I must deliver this very difficult message through my end times prophetess and friend, Gwendolyn. Children, I am going to begin unraveling more and more end times mysteries through my daughter at the end of the church era in order to educate the other children of God of the events that will be taking place upon the earth during the great tribulation. This time period will begin approximately three and a half years after the public signing of the historic peace accord dividing my holy land. It is most important to understand this fact that everything that appears to be unfolding on your television and computer screens is more of a hoax towards the other children of God in order to hide their very secretive global agenda of ushering in the time period of the Antichrist and the false prophet. 
All of the key figures are in their places, dearest ones. Even the fallen ones are here and have their own unique roles to play. Hello, this is Stephen Hawking, and you are listening to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua on the Beer City Media Network. And now back to the show. See, I told you guys. Celebrity. <sighs> wow. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. So we're in our second segment now, and we have to get a little into some different stylized things here. So as we approach this segment, do any of you feel a little more, I don't know, do you feel a little, like, with your eyes opened a little bit, like maybe there's some truth? Yeah, I'm a little scared now, Ryan. I... I feel like it's even more unbelievable than it was when I first heard of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with Larry on that. Well, if you're feeling that way, let me give you 10 sightings since 2016 of reptilians. 10 this year? Not this year, but in recent times. Okay. Ten, ten sightings on Garfield Street this year. Oh, that's very mm. specific. Lasagna. The devil creature of Sandong Cave. Sandong Cave? Yep. Yep. That's all you need to hear. Oh, okay. It okay. was discovered in 1995. The, the Sandong... There's an extra O there. Dung... Dung. Cave was said to be so large that it couldn't be fully explored at the time. Mm. It was open to the public for tours in 2013. Since then, there have been several reports of strange, strange creatures lurking within the premises. Mm. Um, that's a cave system, by the way, and that's Vietnam? also what's that? Is it in Vietnam? No. Like, no, no, no. These are actually all in America. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say, by the way, they also, during the interview with La Certa, mm -hmm. she mentioned that other cave systems predominantly were in Antarctica or the mountains of Asia. There were very few in America. Antarctica would seem like the last place that you want to have reptilian people living. But their scales can withstand the cold temperature. But it's the heat they love. It's so wouldn't it make love. more sense to be in, say, Africa? True. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Uh, no, yeah. Don't insult the reptilians. Yeah, go back to Africa, reptilians. <laughs> so, in January of 2015, a video appeared on YouTube that claimed to show a picture of the reptilian creature. It was taken by one of the cave's visitors who described it as a devil creature that had a human-like body and a face that was more akin to a dragon or lizard. The sighting is particularly interesting when put alongside an alleged account that appeared on another website regarding an American military unit that was based in South Vietnam. We mentioned Vietnam over there. Uh, <clears throat> the report claimed that a two-meter upright lizard humanoid was spotted near the entrance of the cave. The unit eventually opened fire on the creature, but it appeared that it escaped unhurt as no body or signs that it was wounded were found. The anonymous soldier stated that his unit was not debriefed about the incident, which led to believe, which led him to believe 
that was either unreported or that it was simply hushed up. Number nine, the Sonoran Desert in Arizona. While cycling the 24 hours to 27 kilometers, 17 mile trail through the Sonoran Desert in Arizona, three mountain bike bike cyclists spotted a strange creature which they stopped for a short break. While one of the cyclists, Michael, took a toilet break, the other two spotted what they described as a two meter, six feet, very skinny creature that appeared to walk with an awkward gait. Michael returned and gasped at the sight, causing the creature to turn its head toward the trio. It appeared to be observing them. The cyclist described its eyes as being snake-like, black, with a yellow stripe in the middle. The creature was covered in green and red scales and had two holes on its face where the nose would have been. It appeared to have a red pattern around its mouth and didn't seem to have any visible ears. The creature suddenly turned and scampered out of sight. The Scrape or Lizard Man, number eight. The Scrape or Lizard sits in Bishopville, South Carolina, a small town of only a few thousand people. It is also home to a two-meter-tall, red-eyed, reptile-like monster known as the Lizard Man. This sounds like future cryptid corner stuff for us, but we'll keep that to the side. One of the first recorded sightings came in 1988. Teenager. Christopher Davis was driving along a road next to the scrape or swamp when he was forced to pull over and change a flat tire. Davis claimed that the creature came out of the woodland and attempted to attack him while he was working on his tire. I think he wanted a quick McDonald's raw meat fix. It had scaly green skin with long fingers that ended in sharp claws. Fortunately for Davis, he managed to get away. Number seven, the Loveland Frogman. This sounds creepy to me. Something about the word frogman just whispers like pedophile to me. In March 1972 in Loveland, Ohio, there were two separate sightings of a strange reptile-like creature that became known as the Loveland Frogman. Both sightings were made by Ohio police officers, which to me seems creepier than any any report to police officers saying they saw this creature mm-hmm. doesn't say anything good to me. Yeah, they never lie. <laughs> right. Those guys have an oath of truth. That's, yeah. They'll be struck down by Zeus if they ever tell No, them. we saw him. We swear, but the body cam footage, we can't find it. Yeah. There, yeah, it, it you turned showed itself up, off. You showed up and there was a baton in the skull of a, of a Hispanic man and then... It was the frog of, man. And then three of us... <laughs> three of us... Three, three, not of us. I'm sorry. I said three of us, but I meant three anonymous individuals must have peed into that yeah. that black man's <laughs> mouth uh, after ejaculating. The world is going on. I didn't beat up the suspect. The frog told me to. An hour after midnight on March 3rd, 1972, Officer Ray Shockley was driving on Twight Wee Road and saw what he thought was a dog on the side of the road. As Shockey pulled over, the creature stood upright and looked directly at him, its eyes gleaming from the car headlights. (laughs) Then it leaped over the guardrail and headed to Little Miami River. Shockey reported that it was around one meter, four feet tall, with the face of a frog or lizard, and appeared to have leathery skin. I don't know if Chewie got down that far. (laughs) 
He returned to the scene a little later with fellow officer Mark Matthews to investigate further. They found scrape marks on the embankment of the river, but no monster. Hmm. <sighs> Number six, the Honey Island Swamp Monster, also known as Louisiana Wookie. This monster's sightings date back to 1963. Honey Island Swamp is said to be one of the largest areas of the United States that has not been compromised by the modern way of life. Consequently, it is home to numerous... Plumbing. <laughs> it is home to numerous amounts of wildlife and covers over 283 square kilometers. Harlan Ford and Billy Mills made the first detailed sighting in 1974 when they claimed to have found several wild boars that have had that that had their throats ripped open, which is scary. They also claimed to have found claw-like footprints that showed webbed feet, one of which Ford managed to make a plaster mold of. The footprint was examined by plaster... Uh, sorry. Footprint was examined by Louisiana State University experts as well as the State Wildlife Commission and was determined to be genuine. Hmm. Although that could be... could not be determined identified as any known animal given the depths of the imprint the weight of the creature was estimated to be around 100 181 kilograms which would average to 400 pounds oh wow hmm. legends state that the eyes of the beast are reptilian and red and aside from the web-like feet it has a tail and stands at around two meters now we know reptilians don't have tails and also right. um what was the dong size on this thing? I don't know. <laughs> if it was a snail's length, then we got him. But Andre the Giant was another 200 pounds heavier than this guy. so Or 300 pounds, even. So it wasn't Andre the Giant. Uh, number five, reptilian photographed in vehicle. So in April 2015, an unnamed man caught to ha- claimed to have caught a reptilian humanoid. Um, inside its moving Kia Spectra, Spectra vehicle, the man took the picture while driving behind the car, and when he examined it later, he claimed to be able to see a reptilian face staring back at him in the car's review mirror. Originally, he made the report to MUFON, Mutual UFO Network, and provided his pictures to them. He claimed that he was taking a picture of the monster decal on the back of the car, only he looked at the picture later, he realized what he had photographed. He claimed that he, that after adjusting the contrast of the picture, he could only make out heavy eyelids as well as scaly protrusions on the creature's forehead, which also showed that the figure had appeared to be frowning. He claimed to have taken the picture in February 2015, but he had studied it for several weeks before deciding to volunteer it to MUFON. Number four, Mia. Oh, wait. Men in black turn into reptilians. An event that is thought to be the first recorded reptilian account outside of the United States occurred in 1980 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The account came courtesy of Antonio Junares, a respected science journalist who had many contacts in South America and was always informed of strange events that had transpired there. Months after the incident, the witness claimed that they had been followed by three men who were dressed in black suits. One evening, a dark car pulled up to his house and against his wall. He got into his car and was driven to a remote area. The car halted when they were underneath a large object that appeared 
that hovered overhead. The three men that witnessed exited the vehicle, and as they walked underneath the airborne aircraft, they were enveloped into a beam of light. Once they were inside the craft and strapped to a chair, the witness stated that the three men appeared to have shed their skin, much like a snake. Ooh. Oh. He managed to glimpse into another room on the craft and saw human corpses that had been hung by their feet. Ouch. After that, the next memory was being back outside his home, aside from remembering the creatures speaking to him. And after becoming unbecoming global events, he had no recent memory of that event. Number three, the Austrian cave. As an expert and investigator of cave systems in Austria, the Czech Republic, and Poland, Gregor claimed to have witnessed a reptilian in the old salt mines of northern Australia. I'm sorry, northern Austria. Good day, mate. In May 2011, he estimated that he was around 50 meters, 164 feet below the surface, and was taking cave chippings to be studied. That's when Gregor heard strange voices coming. From close by, he stopped and listened to the sound until the voices appeared to stop, and they were ignoring him. So he moved farther through the cave and into a chamber where he smelled a rotting order, much like dead people. It was a bingo! Suddenly he heard the voices again. A little spooked, Gregor decided to turn back and ex- exited the chamber as quickly as he could. As he did so, he turned his head to look behind him and saw the horror that a light appeared be illuminating the previously dark room. One light became several, and Gregor finally got a glimpse of what was carrying them. He stated that several muscular lizard-like creatures standing upright now occupied the previously empty chamber. He stated that each one seemed to wear what appeared to be a uniform. The creatures did not seem to notice Gregor, who, as quickly as he could, made his way out of the caves into the safety of the ground below. A reptilian in the room. Wes Prince was Oregon claims. Wes Prince from Oregon claims that his reptilian encounter began when he woke up one night and noticed that the room had suddenly turned icy cold. As he fully awoke, he realized that he couldn't move and was paralyzed in his bed. Then, uh, I'm sorry, I said Pence, but it's Penre. It's Michael Pence. Notice an extremium. Extremely muscular green humanoid with red eyes in the room with him. At the time, he stated that he could only describe it as a demon, but then he realized that he was mashed, that he saw mashed other descriptions of reptilians. He remembered a spine sticking out of the creature's skin, and it was around two meters. So it was seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven feet tall. Its build was much wider and more muscular than that of a standard human being. The creature stared at Penray before suddenly speeding toward him, wrapping its hands around his neck and choking him. So I might not have mentioned this, but most, like I said, I think with all species, they just kill their experiments. I'd like to see a reptilian in the UFC. (laughs) I would too. (laughs) That would be amazing. Okay. McGregor. That so this CM is Punk's the last fight. <laughs> yeah. This is the last of the sightings. This is number one. This is a judge turning into a reptile. So imagine you're in court. Usually they start out that way. Right. Amazing. <laughs> While attending court for a traffic violation, 
<clears throat> An unnamed man claimed to have witnessed the judge turn into a reptilian right before his eyes. He stated that it was only a momentary chart, a momentary change, and the face was only part of the judge he could see. Over a span of 10 seconds, the judge's face went from human to that of a reptile and back to human again. Despite there being around 15 other people in the courtroom, nobody else appeared to notice this other than the man being charged. The man made his report to MUFON, and his court case was subsequently rescheduled. However, when the new date arrived, a different judge was now presiding over the case. His attempts to contact the original judge were not met. There have been claims of an underground network of tunnels under the city of Los Angeles that are said to be home to the lizard people. In 1934, the Los Angeles Times ran a front-page story of the these tunnels and the evacuation or excavation of Warren Schubert. Although the city of Los Angeles had given Schubert's permission to proceed with the dig shortly after the story ran, the project was shut down and the tunnels were sealed shut. And those were the 10 most mm. insane sightings. Are you guys awake? Pretty insane. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Do you guys think from these sightings there's any credible influence to no. say anything other than it was just like somebody trying to postpone their trial? Or... Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, the judge was a reptile. <laughs> Damn judge. I mean, if I was if I was a uh, if I was a <clears throat> If I was in trial, I would definitely be trying to postpone that arraignment as soon as possible. So I guess I kind of understand. But it makes sense that judges would be reptilians because, like, if you're a subversive, you know, alien form that wants to infiltrate our government, like, you would, like, half the Supreme Court has to be yeah. reptilians, right? Like pretty much whatever they want. Right. Like that's that's where them, you would put your 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 key people. I mean, Ruth Congress, Gator Ginsburg. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen her eat. Bader, Gator. No no coincidence there. Yeah. If I was in the world of Metal Gear right now, I'd have boy about my fork over my head. Yeah. You guys want to hear about people that are celebrities that are supposed reptilians? Do we have All a choice? What's your choice, Ralph Nader? Because if you say no, Hillary Clinton, we jumped Bob Culture and then we go to bed. (laughs) Let's hear it. Angelina Jolie. You better change your shit. Number one with a bullet. Barack Obama. (laughs) Barack Obamacare. Barack Hussein Obamacare. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to guess one. I'm going to guess one. Peter Dinklage. I I guess, but I haven't. I haven't been given the time to actually chase that one, sir. But we're we're be... focusing on Barack Obama right now. Okay, Barack. Oh, okay, the sorry. Of... He's a Muslim lizard. That's why he had no birth certificate. Yeah, just a pet store receipt. Just a shell. <laughs> his racism. Just his old shell. Yeah, According shell to this of his list, former life. The reason that Barack Obama has been considered a reptilian is because of his racism. Oh. Okay. Because in reptilian power, uh, 
reptilians in power, as you'll see, the remainder of the list are white, but reptilian believers have gone to great lengths. What is going on? So basically because he's not white, they're they're trying really hard to cover their racism. I knew Kanye right. West was a reptilian. Yeah. He's a lyrical genius. Well, to a lot of white people, Barack Obama is the scariest reptilian of them all. Number two, Jack Nicholson. You can't handle that truth. <laughs> According to why, it's just look at him. Okay, yeah. That's their explanation. That's it. They just put a picture of a gecko right next to him and said, see? <laughs> Number three, Scooby-Doo. What? A fictional character is actually <laughs> another fictional Rocky. character. According to his own series, Scooby-Doo is actually descended from an ancient race of otherworldly Sumerian gods called the Anunnaki. Oh, we haven't brought them up. I know we haven't. That's why... I- I was totally happy with bringing up Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo mythology. I've been pronouncing it wrong all these years, <laughs> and realized the accent on uh, was the Badoo part. Sumerian gods called the Anunnaki, who communicated with their followers by taking the form of animals. But the Anunnaki are also the same Mesopotamian deities who were actually earlier alien visitors. Remember. From the seven generations of our humanoid okay. country. In order to argue that the Anunnaki visited Earthlings from the planet Nibiru to interact with Sumerians at least 8,000 years ago, the truth, according to Sitchin, was out there, way, way out there. I don't know how that this is to do with Scooby Doo. Okay, number four, Nikola Tesla. What? Is a reptilian. Plains all his invention. Why? Tesla was keenly interested in interstellar communication. Several times over his long and celebrated career, he expressed hope that he was on the trail of establishing communication with Mars. Like many scientists, he was certain that we could not be alone in the universe and that the discovery of extraterrestrial life would create the foundation for a universal brotherhood. So basically, Tesla was involved in Star Trek. Um... But the connection with the reptoids really got started when Tesla's longtime apprentice, apprentice and assistant, Arthur Matthews, wrote a book 30 years after his death called The Wall of Light, Nikola Tesla and the Venusian Spaceship, the X-12. In the book, which reads like a glorified fanfic about his former mentor, Matthews claimed that Tesla had always thought he was from Venus. Matthews claimed to have received visits from Venusians who took him to their home planet as well as Mars. The Venusians also told him that Tesla had been born on their spaceship. Over the years, Matthew's story had been used to argue that the Venusians were obviously the Sumerian reptile agents making Tesla one of them. Number five, Diazian Hosenkoft. I've never heard of this guy. Supposedly a reptile. Now, the reason why is that while Henning later claimed that reports of her reptoid zealotry were often generally greatly exaggerated, Diazian, the guy that we're calling a reptile, 
Hasencroft gave chilling witness stand testimony revealing himself to be either deeply disturbed or deeply committed to his evil lizard facade. At various points, he claimed to be an immortal alien from another planet and stated that Gurley Chu's murder had been just a practice before the climax with the alien New World Order. So this is a guy who destroyed his family because he thought he was a lizard. So we've got celebrities, but we've also got a famous murderer who claims that he was a lizard. Also, Lord, the famous singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking like Lord as in the big guy upstairs. No. Lord no, Sunrise to fame, high cheekbones, and older than her years persona have sparked rampant speculation that her true reptilian identity is reptilian. You guys like Lord? Anybody like Lord? Mm. Lord seems legit. She just turned 19. Benedict Cumberbatch is a reptilian. <laughs> Who is Nah, he's Bened- an alien. Benadryl Cumberbund. That sounds like me after a long alcoholic mm-hmm. night. So tonight, my boy. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. Take a walk on the wild. Sean style. Connery. Oh, shit. This is a trifecta, actually. Sean Connery, George Lazen. Lesnby and Roger Moore. James Bond. Yeah. Super. We're all reptilian. Nice. We're all reptilian. Anybody got a sun tanning booth? I could use some bot flies right about now. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. Perhaps a sandwich. Though we couldn't find any verification on this. Our favorite man, Mr. David Icke, generally acknowledged to be the creator of the rep. Reptilioid philosophy believes that the first three James Bonds are the reptilian conspiracy. Given that Connery's name is an anagram for on every screen, clearly this is all the evidence we need. Mostly, oh, yeah. though, <laughs> what is an anagram? Mostly, we're no, we're wondering why Timothy Dalton That's, isn't that come considered candy? an alien. No, an anagram is where you take apart the letters and you can rearrange them to spell something else. Oh, okay. What is Sean Connery re- on every screen? Oh, I'm a reptile. so no candy. No, no, there's no candy, Josh. Damn you it. can go back to sleep. Do you want to know? Another? I woke up because I thought wanna... I heard an anagram about candy. Do you guys want to hear another celebrity that's a, a reptilian? Yes. Nicholas Cage. Trent Reznor. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> of course, I called right. it earlier. For years, Jolie's edgy lifestyle has caused reptoid believers to cite her as one of the world's most prominent reptilians. A, re- a recent outing in which Jolie appeared with white powder on her left cheek drew new alarm, though it was probably just a highlighter mishap. That was coke. Alarmists attacked her for everything from sacrificing <laughs> a goat eye. to Satan in order to win Brad Pitt's affections, <laughs> trafficking in drugs, enough. <laughs> and sex for a secret society in exchange for a pristine public image. I think she is more concerned with the publicish image. Um, and our last one is one of our favorite News outlet man's Bill Steffen, John Stewart, Anderson Cooper. Oh, Anderson, same guy. Does this really need explaining? According to this website, he's a Vanderbilt, one of the oldest reptilian families of all. 
Mm. But for those of you who still require proof you're in luck, the internet can't stop talking about Cooper's reptilian origins. There's a lot of pictures of him freaking out. For those of you still in doubt about mm-hmm. how to spot a shape-shifting reptile alien overload, the internet has plenty of guides to help you see the truth. Um, but be careful because the aliens are so good at their infiltration, you could be a lizard and not be aware of it. So you could be listening to this article and also be a reptilian. Definitely would explain my small dick. (laughs) Okay, Ryan, I have a question. Yeah. Let's say you find out that you're a reptilian right now. Right now? Yeah, you just find out. Now, based on your military training, what's your next move, sailor? Well, Swedish made penis enlarger. I would say, <laughs> yeah. I would say I have the biggest penis of all the reptilians I know. So I guess you should go out there and have a lot of sex. I don't know. My next move, if I knew I was a reptilian, I, would I you would, betray the humans or would you embrace no. your your true family? No, I would embrace my my family that I have. I, I that's that's a great question because it just. I can't. I can't imagine forsaking what I have. You just see like a bucket of crickets, and you just feel different. <laughs> I'd eat them. Mm, it's like popcorn. If it tastes that good, I guess I would eat them. Yeah. What else would you do? You're a reptilian. And taste You're good. lightning fast. I might. I just want to <laughs> say that. He's like fucking Ryan. Would you still? <laughs> We're male prostitutes, okay? According to this show, we're male prostitutes. Yeah, we want to keep our jobs. We want to keep our jobs. But, yeah, I would be faster on the push-pull. And uh, Excuse me? Yeah, that's just what I would do. So, yeah, I would just make it happen for my clientele. Yeah. In all the right ways. You'd be basking Uh on your break. (laughs) Do you like it hot? Because I do. (laughs) His leg out of truck. <laughs> All right, so we've talked sightings. We've yeah. talked celebrity accused of being reptilians. Let's go to some pop culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic, Sonic boom. boom! That never gets old. Thanks, Larry. So. You kind of killed half my uh, my my mojo by talking about celebrities, but it's okay. No, go for it, man. Talk about more of them. It's a good segue. Can't talk about them enough. Well, uh, nah, I'm good. I was, <laughs> I was, I was gonna mention like uh, this has got to last at least a minute. There's uh there's more celebrities that over history people have said that they could be reptilian, they could be vampires and that's like uh Nicolas Cage has a lot of uh explain a lot. Yeah, there's there's old-time photos where the people look exactly like Nicolas Cage. Uh there's one for Peter Dinklage like I mentioned earlier. Uh, other guys, but any case, I wanted to talk about instead of necessarily famous reptilians, but I'm going to go with the famous reptiles and reptile humanoids, if that's okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with probably one of my favorites. Spider-Man has Hmm. the lizard in it. 
And obviously, we anyone who knows it's Doc Connors takes a serum to regrow his arm and unfortunately becomes the lizard and kind of loses his mind and all that fun jazz. So there's that guy. And we're going to go to DC side with the Batman. And Ryan, I know this is more up your alley. The Killer Croc. Yep. He's a croc. That. Okay. I thought you maybe had more to add to that, but okay. I did too. How was uh, that? Probably the biggest, baddest. Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Godzilla. Love Godzilla. Godzilla's pretty cool. Uh, man. Well, it, right on there's top been, of it. There's been. Uh, there's been like how many different Godzilla movies? I mean, it's actually more prevalent than probably any film franchise of all time, even more than James Bond. Like they've done more Godzilla movies in Japan than anything. Yeah. Hmm. I was I was about to counter that, but you're right. And then uh I'm gonna go with my last one here. From the Mortal Kombat yes. series. We have another one of the ninjas, Reptile. She has the blood. Reptile in the in the first Mortal Kombat, uh, you had to unlock him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily an easy thing to do, but it was it was cool because one of his uh, one of his moves in the game and uh, was where he would rip off his his uh, hood. Mm-hmm. And he would spit acid all over the opponent. And I always thought that was kind of a cool thing from that game. So, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I, I didn't have a whole lot for this. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot out there, but I, I was having a hard time finding stuff. Mm-hmm. For reptilians? Yeah. Shockingly, I mean, outside of celebrities that could potentially be ones and i there were a couple videos i stumbled across on youtube where it was kind of neat that they could zoom in and i'm sure probably photoshopped but people that if you zoomed in on their eyes their pupils were not circular anymore but more diamond like Hmm. you'll find more of those than you would imagine on youtube right shape shifting it's Which just, will be part two. Like you can start typing SH and you'll get like shape shifting lizard reptilian. Not footage. for me. It comes up shit porn. <laughs> <laughs> it probably goes by your history. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Poo poo. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like I said, I don't have too much for this. So, sorry. Well, let's round it out with the verdict, fellas. I'm going to say. Off the top, we should let our guest go yeah. first. What do you think? Do you think reptilians are real? Do you think it's something that we should maybe look into further? Or do you think it's completely false, just oversight from people? I think that reptilians may be real. They may not be real. There's as much you know, convincing proof on either side. I think we should just stay calm and follow instructions from our reptilian overlords. And I, for one, salute them. I think I am going to go with a negative on this. I, I, I don't 
I don't think I uh I don't think I believe in it. Uh, maybe if there were some more concrete proof of it, I I definitely think there's some funny stuff that happens with people in a position of power that's beyond the the camera's eye, if you will. There's something going on, but is it reptilian? I don't think so. I think that maybe this could be leading into a future episode. I'm more in the belief of the Illuminati on this. Sounds like total bull to me. I. It feels like... Did you ever see Borat? <laughs> and he starts talking about the Jews and they're shape-shifting and they have Jew horns? Like, it's <laughs> just as ridiculous as that. That movie just turned 10 years old. Just throwing it out there. I will say this. I, honest to God, the more farther I go down the rabbit hole with this this one, um, it's like aliens to begin with. I said yes to gray aliens, and I kind of have faith in this enough to say I'm pretty... I would not be, I would not be surprised if there were reptilian. Wow. Plants. I'm sorry. No, no, Please don't judge me. It's very interesting. It, it, it really alien wise is more believable to me than any sort of religion on this mm-hmm. planet. Your faith is reassuring. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. Lacerda's like milk my tits. <laughs> Push them. See my small penis. It looks like a toothpick. A green one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, I think that's a maybe, a yes, a no, no. So we're willing to come back to this, but we have future episodes to do on this. For sure. Before we get too far into it, we have a I think we went magical, pretty far into it. Yeah. We have given... We're going to do a quiz? Yes. Okay. We have enough time to do a quiz before we do plugs, so let's do it. Are you guys ready? I'm so ready. To get quizzical? Let's get quizzical. Quizzical. I want to get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. All right. Five questions. One point for... Each question correct. You can steal if the uh, person gets it wrong. We're going to play all three of you guys. Ryan, Micah, Josh. Buzz in by saying your name. Question number one. What is the fastest reptile on land? Josh. Ryan. Oh, Josh. I'm going to go with Crocodile? Incorrect. Komodo dragon. Incorrect. Uh, I'm going to go with those little lizards that run really fast in Mexico. I forget what they're called. Sonic. Would they be called the spiny tailed iguanas? Yes. That is correct. Give it to our guest. One point for Micah. Sweet. Question number two What is the longest snake? Josh. Josh? Boa Constrictor. Incorrect. Mike, uh, <clears throat> Micah, Green Python. 
Incorrect. Oh. You're in the ballpark, though. Oh. Ryan? I know. I used to play SimCity. They used to say reticulated pines. Oh, uh, boa constrictor. Are you serious? <laughs> it was reticulated python. python. Yeah, I totally gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> As you said that too, I'm like, oh man, damn it! I wish someone oh. gave me that. Question number three. <laughs> He's like tiger. <laughs> what is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shark <laughs> Bumblebee <laughs> Didn't know we had Ted Kennedy on the episode Bumblebee, Bumblebee It, it, it rhymes with reticulated python <laughs> oh, oh, I know, vacuum cleaner <laughs> Question number three What is the world's smallest lizard? Ryan Ryan Gecko Correct. Holy oh, shit! One point to Ryan, one point Micah, Josh. Still I'm jumping the gun the too fast on these. Question number four. What is the largest crocodilian? Micah, saltwater crocodile. Holy that is hell. correct. Two to one to nothing. Question number five, the last question, unless we get a tie. Which snake kills the most humans per year? Micah. Ryan. Uh, Ryan. He, he went first. Micah first. The snake, uh, cobra. That King. is incorrect. Uh-oh. Sorry. I was going to go with Texas rattlesnake. Incorrect. Yeah. Ryan. Rhymes. It rhymes with Marpet Miper. Carpet uh, Rider. Carpet Muncher. Articulated. <laughs> Time is up. That would be a carpet viper. Windshield viper. Ooh. Randy Orton. We give oh. that to our guest. Yeah, he won. He, he won. Took I took it. He did. Ran Good away job. with it. Yep. <sighs> well, you win a subscription it, to the podcast. So if you if you're listening and you've got still congratulations. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you get an A. It's not that bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Larry. What do you listen to? <laughs> Professional Pete's podcasts of emporiums. <laughs> so tonight we've had a good discussion. We've started talking about reptilians. We've covered all the ground we can without going into another three, four hours of discussion. But Micah. Give us give us an idea of some plugs, some things that you have going on in your life that you'd like people locally to know about well, you. Well, I just want to thank you for being part of my reptile journey. It's, okay. uh, it's a it's a lifelong journey and so I'm I'm glad to have joined you guys for a few hours and mm-hmm. so so the first plug is that I totally won quizzical. <laughs> oh thank you Mary, for pointing that out. <laughs> And 
I don't have anything else to plug, really. Don't you have a law firm now? I do, yeah. I'm a lawyer. Uh, Zach Rizeki Law, PLC. Um, I was excited about having Mikey on. Inevitably. Wow. This, you, what did the English language do to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I think he's a really funny dude, and he's also a stand-up. Do you still do that? I haven't done it for a while, but I okay. want to get back into it. I always thought yep. you were really funny. Yeah, well, thank you. And you too. Yep, definitely. We got to get uh, Kevin. You guys remember Kevin? You need to get him on this. Kevin's a very funny guy. I don't know Kevin if Larry Dewey's, That might happen down the line. That has to happen. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Very right. Right wing. Righteous. Righteous. <laughs> Josh, what do you got? Well... If you happen to like wrestling, Larry and I and my wife do an episode, sorry, Larry and I do a podcast uh, about wrestling history and the funny side of it. So if you are into that, check out Potty Slam Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and on Potty Slam Pod or Damn it, I can never do this right. I can I, I, sometimes I get it right, sometimes I don't. Potty slam show dot potomatic dot com. Good job. Larry. Do it. Alright. If you like baseball history, I do the Evis Podcast at EvisPodcast.com. And also if you're into uh movies and the people that make them, movie filmmaker Justin Romine and I do the Off Script podcast. You can catch it at offscript.podomatic.com. If you're still listening, congrats. Wow. Hamburger Helper. Oh, come on. Is it that bad? Cheesecake. Is it that bad? <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> Smiley Larry. All right. If you want to check us out on Twitter, we're Conspiracy T Show. We post updates when every episode drops. If you want to email us at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com, we take anything you have to dish towards us. If you want to reference something or if you want to ask us, ask us questions, we'll, we'll read it. Or if you want a future episode to be covering a subject that you can't wait to hear us If you cover, want to send me news. Totally. Send Larry nudes to. Um, Let me see that reptile. Larry dash ga dash ga mm-hmm. at twitter.com. Um, yeah, so those are the two main hubs I want you to hit up. Also, like us on Facebook and rate and review for all these shows. Every single show that we covered tonight, do it. Michael will be on future episodes, so if you liked him, let us know and uh, send him some love. And if you don't, rate and review, we'll know. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you again to everybody that's been listening and sharing and spreading because we see it on Podomatic. We've seen that we've been on the movers and shakers list. We've been featured on the homepage. That's awesome. Thank you so much for giving us your time and listening. That's just, that's awesome. Thank you. I also, I want to say that I think that's an tribute to uh, Larry, who's done such a great job editing all these podcasts, and he takes great care in doing this network. So 
Thank you. So click that PayPal button there on the Potomatic. Send him some shekels. Some rupees, if you will. And nudes. Definitely. Just don't share it with his wife. Okay. All right. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week on another episode of the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. We love you.